0: Big Lesers League, an all rugby league experience. Hello and welcome back to Big Lesers League, and all rugby league experience. We just got some breaking news that Brayden Hamlin-Ueli has re-signed with the Sharkies for a further two seasons. The news update also confirmed that the Warriors had offered him 700k per season for two years. Uh, which he had turned down to go ahead and sign with the Sharkies for those two years. Hamelin Uele obviously spoke about the excitement of seeing what's on the other side and obviously conceded that he could see himself leaving Cronulla. But he also said that at the end of the day, it became too much for him and he's re-signed with the Sharkies, that he couldn't leave the Cronulla Sharks. Now, I don't think that he's getting anywhere near 700k at the Sharks. I really don't. I can't see him getting anywhere near that amount of, amount of money at the Sharkies. I think that he's going to be on a very similar deal to what he was on in his previous contract. I think he'd be on around at the moment. Oh, it depends on how long he's been there, but I assume that this current contract would be around four dollars 500 don't think it'd be anywhere near the seven hundred k that the Warriors were offering him, so it shows a ton of loyalty. Uh, great to see that they've kept him as well. Obviously, they were getting in Arden Fanoa Blake in 2025. Just seeing these two playing together, you've got Oregon Kafusi, Royce Hunt's also in this side. You've got a pretty killer forward pack going into the 2025 season, but... As I said, it is great to see that Ham- Hamlin ULA is committed for another two years. It takes him to 2026, I believe, 2025 and 2026. So at the end of 2026, he'll become available again. But a great re-signing. They're going to have a pretty decent forward pack going into this year, but also going into next year as well. Uh, as we said before, Aden Fanor, Blake, Brad- Braden Hamlin Uele, Royce Hunt, Oregon Kafusi, Teg Walton, Britton Nicorta. And Dale I imagine, will be playing for the next two years before he retires. You've got Cam McInnes in this side as well. It is a pretty decent forward pack. And then you add in Blake Braley, who is one of the in-form hookers at the moment in the competition. You've got a killer-looking side going into the next few years. Uh, This forward pack is going to be absolutely insane. Great re-signing. Congratulations to Braden Hamlin ULA for getting this deal sorted. Now we can just focus on the Sharkies for 2024 and obviously 2025, 2026 as well Uh, and doesn't have to worry about if he's going to leave or stay. Now, this is where things get interesting. You look at this from a Warriors perspective. Obviously, they, you know... We're hoping to get a guy like Braden Hamlin-ULA in there to replace um, Adam Fanua-Blake. Obviously, it would have been a nice little swap deal. Um, the Sharkies would get Adam Fanua-Blake. The Warriors would have gotten uh, Hamlin-ULA. Not the best of trades. Obviously, we know who won that one. But it, that would have been what would have happened if Hamlin-ULA went over there. And he would have been the guy to start, um, you'd imagine, uh, and fill the void of a uh, Adam Fanua-Blake. And it would have been a decent forward pack as well. Hamlin Uwele, Mitch Barnett. You've got some young guys coming through like Tom Alley, Kalani going. You've got uh, Bunty Afoa as well. You've got some really nice front rowers coming through in the Warriors at the moment. It would have been a nice little addition to the forward pack that's going to grow over the next few years over at the Warriors. Now they've got to go and look for someone else. Obviously, it is still a very attractive environment to go to. However, another sort of thing that maybe pushed... Braden Braden Hamlin ULA to re-sign with the Sharks is the fact that, yes, Adam Fenua Blake, one of their better players in this side, is leaving. You've got Sean Johnson retiring too, potentially at the end of the year. They are going into a bit of a new era in 2025 when your Braden Hamlin ULA's arrive at the club. Maybe that's what's made him change his mind, whereas you look at the Sharks, they're getting Adam Fenua Blake. They've got Nico Hines and Braden Trindle who are looking really good at the moment. They're playing some good footy uh, like we saw in the All-Stars game. That's only one game, but watching them both play, we'll get a better understanding this weekend because I think they've named their full side, but... From what we saw in that Indigenous All-Stars game, they've got a good halves pairing. They're going to have a good forward pack. They've got a really decent spine as well. Will Kennedy's in some decent form when he's on the field. Hopefully gets a good injury run next year and over the next few years as well. Blake Braley is a solid footballer as well. Probably one of the, as we said, in-form hookers in the competition at the moment. Maybe he's looked at that and gone, fuck, I better just stay at the Sharkies because they're building something here. Whereas you look at the Warriors, they probably are, as we said, going into that rebuild phase. So maybe that's what's, maybe made the decision a little bit easier to re-sign with the sharks. Yes, obviously money's a big thing as well. He would have gotten the bag over there at the Warriors, 700k. It's a massive deal. It is a massive deal even under the new salary cap. 700k for a front rower is a pretty big deal, especially when you look at some of the guys on the big coin that are in the front row. Uh obviously these guys are on 1.2 million and a million and 800k, but you know, Payne Haas, Tino, like that's the caliber of forward we're talking about you know, between 700 to $1.2 million uh, for a front rower. That's the calibre of front rower we're looking at. So, And look, you've also got to look at it from this perspective as well. We've seen a lot of players go to different clubs and get a really high payday. And then obviously when they get, out, get onto the field and after a few weeks, they don't really live up to that payday. We've seen it happen with Dave Fafita. We've seen it happen to Ashley Taylor. We've seen it happen to Luke Brooks at the Tigers. It happens to a lot of players. They get the bag... And then they don't play as well because they are under pressure to perform. At the Sharkies, he's not under much pressure. He's got a good forward pack as well around him. uh, And he's also got a really good spine. He's got a good team going into the next few years that could poise for a premiership uh, if they play to a really high standard, which over the next few years, once that um, Brandon Trindle and Nico Hines combo works out, Once all those little things are sorted, their defense as well is going to be a big thing going into this year. But once all those little issues are sorted, I mean, they're going to be a premiership contending side. Why would you want to leave that side? And why would you want to leave that side considering you're not on as much money? You're going to be under a lot less pressure um, than you would be going over to Warriors replacing a guy like Adam Fanor Blake. I think it's just the easier call at the end of the day. You stay at the Sharks for another two years and then you reassess after that. By then, they might have won a comp. You never know, depending on how they go over the next few years as well. But great move from Hamlin ULA. Uh, Congratulations to the Sharks on keeping their man as well Unfortunate for the Warriors Who are now going to have to look for another marquee front rower Or might be forced to develop Some of their younger guys Going into the next few years Speaking of guys they can go for I'm going to have a quick look on Zero Tackle As I just knock my water bottle Which is very nice But I'm going to have a look at some guys on Zero Tackle In terms of some front rowers uh, Off contract at the end of this year I'll be right back (laughs) So they've got a decent amount of options here, Uh, the Warriors. They can go ahead and sign Sione Finu from the Tigers. Uh, He looked really good in the trial, so I don't mind that, signing one of the younger guys and developing them. Sam Hughes from the Bulldogs. He comes off contract at that time as well. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if they re-sign him. This is off zero tackle. I don't know if it is 100%, but it is off zero tackle. They're usually quite good with this sort of stuff, Uh, so that's where I'm getting my information from. Uh, They could go for Peter Holler at Canberra, obviously not being used uh, at the moment for the Canberra Raiders. So maybe they go and poach him. Uh, Liam Knight from the Bulldogs, depending on how he's used this year, I imagine he'll either be starting or coming off the bench. I imagine he'll be in the 17. um, So I don't think he has to worry about having to look for another club because he's not getting picked. Uh, Matt Lodge as well, I don't think they're going to be getting him back anytime soon. Uh, Interesting one here, Makahisi Makatoa. always puts in 110% um, for that uh, Parramatta Real side. Really solid front rower, you know what you're going to get out of him. I think he is one of the older front rowers in our game though, Uh, so that's a risk um, that you're going to have to take with him. Terrell May, if they want to go for the May brothers, Terrell and Talon May. Fuck, how good would that be to have both of those guys in this team? Uh, it just uh, The only worry I would have there is where do you fit Talon May into that side? Does that mean Rocco Berry misses out? Um, I wouldn't really be pushing uh, back Rocco Berry's development any further. Uh, Sam McIntyre from the Cowboys. If he, has, if he has a big year in reserve grade, if he has a big year coming off the bench for the Cows. I'd consider going for him. He's a really solid front rower, great ball playing. Um, you know, I think that he'd be a pretty good replacement for a guy like Adam Fenwell-Blake in that Warrior side. I really don't mind that one. Uh, Shakai Mitchell, I think he's going to stay at Rabado's as long as Troll's there and as long as the Rabado's go good this year. I don't think he's going to be leaving the Rabideaux anytime soon. Who else is there? Francis Molo from St. George. Depending on if he's played this year, uh, he could be a nice little option. Offer Hickey Ogden as well from the Parramatta Reels. I like that call as well. Uh, Michael Molo and Francis Molo both come off contract at the same time. If they want to poach both of those guys, that'd be a really interesting play. Uh, Chris Patolo from the Bulldogs, he could be the next big front rower coming out of that system as well. Chris Patolo, definitely one to watch this season. Coming back from a pretty big injury, but a really solid footballer, plenty of potential. He's definitely one to look at uh, as a potential signing there. And again, another guy that is quite young that you'd look to develop. Uh, Getting Aaron Penne back, that would be fucking hilarious. Going from the Storm to the Warriors, back to the Storm, back to the Warriors. It really does depend on if he's played this year. If not, he might... Might as well go back there. It'd be really funny, though, to watch. Um, Who else is here? Jermaine Tamar-Brown going back there to the Warriors as well would be interesting. Martin Tapau, if he's played with the Broncos this year. If the Broncos are successful, I don't think he's going to be leaving that side. But again, money talks. Depends on how much they offer him. It looks like Jared Maria Hargreaves is leaving the NRL, but he is off contract at the end of this year. Maybe he changes his mind, plays with the New Zealand Warriors, obviously a New Zealand man himself. Might go over to the Warriors for the last year of his career. You never know. Things change very fast in rugby league. Uh, Jared Wallace, depending on if he's in this 17 this year, he might go to the Warriors and have a year or so there as well. Uh, And Aaron Woods, on a development contract at Manly at the moment, I think he'd be looking to retire at the end of the year, so I don't think that he'd be re-signing with any other club. I think that his time is nearly done in the NRL. But look, an interesting option if he wants to go there for a year while they develop some of the younger guys. It is a quite it's, it's quite an interesting take. But I don't I can't see Aaron Woods going near the Warriors. I think he will, as I said, retire at the back end of the year. There are a few young guys that I don't know too much about off contract as well in terms of front rowers in this list. There's about twenty seven players there, so they've got a few options. Matt Croker's there, but I think he's more of a lock forward than a front rower, so I wouldn't be going. Uh, for him to be a front row replacement, I'd be looking at him as more as of a back rower off the bench or a third aim. Um, but yeah, you've definitely got a lot of options. If you want to go and have a look at some of the options, uh, if you're a Warriors fan, uh, it's just on Zero Tackle, the website's called. Just look up NRL players off contract at the end of 2024 by position. Uh, and it will come straight up and you get to look at all the different players in different positions off contract at the end of the 2024 season. Great little tool. I love using it uh, and it's very reputable most of the time. So um, yeah, make sure you go ahead and go to zerotackle.com or just look up NRL players off contract at the end of 2024 by position and it will come straight up. But as I said, Warriors, plenty of options here. Very excited to see who the next target is for the Warriors to replace Adin Fenor Blake. That's full time. See you in the next one.